chatting with it. This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and The Shiznit. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Welcome back to another episode of the Pod of Thrones. I'm your boy Dino Red, and with you, with me, we have uh, my boy Latone Hart. That's right, Lord Latone. <laughs> yeah, Lord Latone Hart. Coming, Lord Latone coming right. from coming from uh, the south, south of Westeros. I'm from coming the, from Negro Stone. I'm coming from the the west the west coast of Westeros. <laughs> it's Negro Stone in the Summer Isles. And we pick up on uh, today's episode is season five, episode five, Kill the Boy. Kill the Boy. Kill the Boy and release the man, bitch. Kill All the Boy, right. which sounds like something that might go down in West Hollywood. Kill the, kill the boy. Ooh, we kill him. It's like some kind of cold. Yeah. Some kind of. It's like some type of sexual euphemism. <laughs> I'm going to kill the boy. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm gonna kill that boy. going to put it on him. Exactly. <laughs> that was Stannis tell Davos he gonna kill the boy yeah when we get locked <laughs> up together I'm gonna kill the boy I'm gonna make you a man tonight I tell you what man this is the f- I think so far out of the five for me this was the weakest episode so far I still enjoyed it it was still good but I feel like it was the weakest so far now I could I could see that coming from a lot of people from a lot of fans I hear that this episode was really about the North. It was the episode that mostly took place in the North. I mean, you didn't go to King's Landing. Nope. You didn't go to Dorne. Nope. You didn't see any of the Lannisters. So you it went was to, really about the North. You went to the East for a minute. It didn't go to the Vale. Well, it went to no, Essos. No, it went to Essos. Yeah, yeah it went to Essos. Right. But it was really about the North. Now, the Northerners are, are, aren't the most exciting <laughs> or sexy people on Game of Thrones. They're kind of old school, stubborn. Everything is dark and gray, and you know, they kind of they're kind of barbaric too. So I could see where a lot of people felt that. But it was a lot of good information, and I thought this episode was interesting because it was the first episode I can remember where they spent a lot of you know they usually jump it's five minutes here, five minutes there. Right. They were spending a good ten, twelve minutes in each place, so it was pretty interesting. Like we got some depth out of this episode. It was interesting. And we got some death. We didn't give a lot of movement, so no, it felt no. kind of felt kind of on the slow side a little bit. But on episode five, and you and I both know they only do ten episodes a season. That's right. Got to get some of this out the way because yes. seven, eight, and nine are coming. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think the I think looks like to me that maybe the the uh, the big the big uh, 
in the big end game this season is going to be the battle at at Winterfell with the uh, Stannis versus the Boltons. That's what I'm thinking. I have no idea because they've strayed so far away from the books. That's what everybody, everybody, that's what my nephew I'm, said the same thing. I'm, you know, and as somebody who's scoured over the books and read all the source, read most of the source material. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But I'm, that's what I'm guessing, that the uh, the, the climax will be this season. So now that that's actually in the books, the Battle of Winterfell. I kind of know what to expect there, but everything else is a little off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's interesting to me. Yeah. Like, what is Braun and Jamie going to do? Like, I just want to know what's going to happen there. Yeah. Because that's not in the books. Yeah. Yeah, they, they that, that storyline is moving very slowly. I, well, actually, I feel like most of the, with the exception of maybe Danny and Tyrion, I feel like in uh, Stannis, the stuff at the wall, Everybody else, the the little buddy cop movie with uh, Jamie and Braun, the stuff at King's Landing, the uh, the, the Real Housewives of King Landing, um, all that shit. That seems like it's like creeping at a snail's pace. And I think that's deliberate. It's like a hurricane. Hurricanes tear shit up, but but right before they happen, it's the most peaceful, sunny sky you could ever see, and everything seems calm. Right. And then next thing you know, your house is in Alabama. The calm before the storm. Yeah, so I think that's what Game of Thrones is doing right now. Okay, well, let's get into this week's uh, recap. Heavens to Megatroids. Well, <laughs> Young Barry, my man, Grey Worm, he won the hottest nurse lottery. That's the opening scene. <laughs> Andrea sitting there. That's right. Looking like the nurse all of us want. I want to have a fever if that's my nurse. Yeah. I mean, he definitely I get won a, the hottest. Can I get the sponge bath, baby? Yeah, sponge bath me. I'm real dirty. My penis is very dirty. And, and in the next scene, we thoroughly. got your boy, Barristan the Bold, face up and out cold. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to live, but he died, man. I thought he was going to make it. He died. He went out like a Jito. He died in the alley. Somebody said, a fan on another show that I listened to, um, shout out to Ball Move. Um, they said that they uh, watched that scene over and over with their DVR on slow and counted and said that uh, Barristan took out 15 15 of the uh, harpies before he died. Well, hey, remember he said to those five guys, even right now, I'd cut through all five of you like a loaf of bread. Right. So he, he 16 was his level. Like, fifth, if he would have stopped at 12, he would have lived. But right. you know, 15 was his level, man. <laughs> you know, kind of like Dino when he's taking shots at tequila. 15 is the level, man. That's you right. Know that. That's my limit. That's my max. I know that. That's my max. Tequila! <laughs> and did you realize Daenerys, when she speaks in Valerian, it's a warning. She goes fire and blood style like the Mad Queen. Yeah. Anytime she speaks Valerian, somebody needs to watch the fuck out. Somebody getting burnt up. Right. And she definitely has a fascination with fire, like her father. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be problematic for her. Because mm. the Targaryens get a little little mad, a little crazy, especially with the... They think they're... I think they feel like they have some type of relationship with dragons and dragon fire. Well, yeah, they do, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I guess because they have dragons, but yeah, and the I think fire is crazy, man. And you remember, like when she sat in the fire after her mm-hmm. husband died and all that stuff, and she wasn't burned or anything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, she was like, "Fire can't kill a dragon." He was no dragon. Yeah, that's what she said about her little punk ass brother. Yeah. So I, I noticed that when when those dragons burnt those guys up, when she took them down there, and she was just kind of looking like, 
like, wow, this is really interesting or beautiful. Right. You kind of get in the head. Of the dragons. <laughs> yeah, she was like, that's interesting. And speaking of the dragons, I mean, a dragon diet, one half a man, that's like me eating one Wendy's nugget and being stuffed. Like, don't they need more? Yeah, that was just, yeah, that just was a little teaser, appetizer, like a little snack. And when did they start eating people? When did, I mean, I feel like they're dragons. I feel like they always would eat people. Yeah, but I've, they've never shown them eating any people. Okay. Like, you know, Dragon eats goats. I mean, you know, because goat is delicious. I mean, I've, that's I've never seen a dinosaur eat a person, but I assume that he would. I think a dinosaur would see a person and be like, man, that don't look that delicious. I don't. I think he would like be like, that's not my first choice because it's kind of scrawny compared to a <laughs> brontosaurus. But, you know, in a pinch, he's kind of slow, you know. I'll, I'll take him. Well, I'm happy for Khaleesi. I mean, she opened a new restaurant, Dragon Mama. That's the <laughs> freshest barbecue joint in Marine. I'm ready mm-hmm. to go. Like, you know, Dragon Mama. Barbecue when Republican. Wanted, yeah, when you wanted barbecued, come to Dragon Mama. But, yo, shout out to my boy Bob Marley. He says, stir it up. Valamagulis, stir it up. <laughs> like, you know, Bob Marley stood strong. He was trying to act like he wasn't scared, but, you know. Bob Marley isn't a punk, man. And I like Bob Marley, man. He's, he's my new favorite character in, in Game of Thrones in Marine. I like Bob, man. Right. I wanted to hear him break into Three Little Birds or, you know, should I have to wait in vain? No woman, no cry. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Valar Morghulis was good for Bob Marley. Speaking of shots, how many did you have before the show? How many shots did I have? Yeah, it seems like you had some shots today. Man, I definitely had some shots, man. The police ain't fucking around with brothers no more. <laughs> you, you got like all over the place. Let's like reel it in and get back to the back to the recap. Where where, where are we? Okay, we're in the room. We're with. We're uh, talking about Bob Marley, man. He, yeah, he, yeah. Bob Marley was not in Westeros. Not this episode. Bob Marley was in Essos in the Dragon Den, man. <laughs> Bob Marley was not. He, yes, he was, man. He was one of the masters. I'm the head of my family. Bob Marley said he was the head of his family. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's who you call him, Bob Marley? Oh, the one that's going to end up marrying Khaleesi? Yeah, Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they call him they Grey Worm Little Obama. Yeah, that's Obama. Yeah. Bob Marley is, is the other guy. I mean, we got to bring it to bring it to the home. We got to bring it to the real brothers. Right. Okay. Now, the next scene, I don't know what's going on. Who's sending the maester? He's blind. Don't they know he's blind? Why are they sending him ravens? Because <laughs> he still needs the info, and he's still the maester. Yeah, they don't have any Braille? They no, no. No, they don't have Braille. <laughs> they don't have, like, some type of Braille no, system? No, they don't, they don't have Braille. No. Because what if the person reading the letter is not telling them the truth? Braille is, you know what Braille is? Braille is uh, a, a talking crow. That's what that's their what they have. Oh yeah, get a parrot, man. Yeah. You know what? Talking crow that might be cool. I can actually crows can talk. Can they? Mm-hmm. All those mm-hmm. those blackbirds, they can talk. They can. Uh, You've been watching the Wiz or something? Not as well as the um, not as well as parrots, but yeah, they can they can uh, mimic ravens. All those blackbirds. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot now, of people don't. Master Amon said a real key thing here, and I think this is telling. When he was talking about Daenerys and how she was all alone, and he said a Targaryen alone in the world a is a terrible thing. thing. Right. And next, they showed Jon Snow, like in the next cut. Yeah. A little bit of a message, I think. I mean, I, I, I'm thinking that now. It could be trolling, but I think that was a little bit of a message. That maybe Jon Snow is maybe a little Targaryen. Maybe. And, of course, the episode was called Kill the Boy, and that was based on the next scene where 
Amon, Maester Amon, basically says to John, who wants to make a hard decision, mm-hmm. hey, man, you got to go ahead and be a man about your shit. Kill the boy. Let the man be born. And I think everybody kind of knows who's ever been a supervisor or had to lead anything. Mm-hmm. And when you're the leader, it's a very thankless job. No, yeah. Everybody blames you for anything that goes wrong. And mm-hmm. if things go right, nobody really says thank you because that's what you were supposed to do. Yep. Yep. So I think, you know, that was that was a good lesson, man. I mean, that almost could be my quote of the week. That is my quote of the week. Is it really? Yes. Why? Because it's dope. I like it. It's even that's what they named the episode. So it's, it's dope. Kill the boy and let the man live. I mean, come let on. Let the man live. Let the man live. You know, and winter is coming and it's taking longer than my college girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> how fucking long is autumn? In Westeros, they got the longest fall of all time. They have the longest seasons, period. Seasons just gone, just infinitely. And they keep talking about winter is coming. I mean, it's obvious that the weathermen don't know shit during this time like they don't know shit in our time. (laughs) You know, they just absolutely have no idea what the hell is going on. And now the Lord Commander, he feels like, hey, I need to release the wildlings. He talked to Tormund. And his attempt at immigration reform is as smooth as Border Patrol in Arizona with Selena music playing. I mean, the, <laughs> the crows are really like, nah, man, we can't. We've been fighting them for a thousand years. We ain't letting them go. And I don't know where that's going to go. I think the little boy is really the most upset about it. Uh, what's his name? Ali? The yeah, little boy? Ali. The mm-hmm. one. And it looks like Ali's like not. I don't. When he brought him his food, I think he's got a problem with Ali. I think Ali is now going to be totally against Jon Snow. He might try to poison his food. Or so. I wouldn't eat anything Ali brought me. <laughs> I, I don't think Ali is. Ali is like a pimple on somebody's ass. He's not worth mm-hmm. even. He's not worth the time of day. I don't know. Arya be killing people, man. Ali, Ali's got some vengeance in him, man. Nah. He, he just looked scary. I was like, hey, you better watch that little motherfucker right there. Nah. Well, Ali ain't nothing to worry about. And you see, just like I predicted last week, Jon Snow, he's gonna he's on his on his on on route to uh to get the wildlings on over to our side. I told you he was gonna do that. Well, he's kind of felt like they're men too. I think his time in the cave with Egret showed him that hey, they're they're just like us. You know, they just live on the wrong side of the wall. But he right. wants to protect everybody. Yeah, they was born on the wrong side of the tracks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Kinda like Dino Red. <laughs> Now, one of my favorite characters this season, Stannis, he's become Professor Stannis with the Grammar 101 course. They say, less enemies for us, which, of course, Stannis corrects them and says, fewer, because House Baratheon, ours is the grammar. I like that, man. Stannis Stannis is in there, wants everybody to be educated and speak properly, man. And that's another reason to love Stannis this season. Don't you agree? No. (laughs) Come on, man. What's better than a man that corrects your grammar? No, I don't. I don't. I don't hate Stannis. Stannis is cool. I think he's one Stannis of the good guys. I just don't think uh, he's father of the year like everybody's making him out to be because of one little lousy scene. Well, you don't think he's teacher of the year because he cr- did the grammar correctly? No. So he's not father of the year. He's not teacher of the year. No, he he's didn't even. Out. He didn't even. No, teacher of the year is Princess Serene. She's the one who taught Davos how to read. Now you see why she's and, such a good teacher. And she and and she was teaching Gilly how to read. Gilly know her s's because of Serene. Serena's teacher of the year. Make Shireen, her. She's she's the secretary of education of Westeros. And Shireen only knows because Stannis <coughs> is the greatest teacher. No. Nope. Now this is a question I have for you. 
How is Brienne walking around looking like Tom Chambers in Winterfell trying to blend in? <laughs> I don't think she's walking around Winterfell exactly. She's kind of on the outskirts. I thought she. I thought she was in Winterfell. What, I guess we don't know where she is, but she's no. close enough to see Sansa. Yeah, she's close enough to see the tower and stuff, but she's not in Winterfell. She's on that kind of like on the outside of the those castle walls. Well, she can sugar see, walls. If she can see the castle, she's close <laughs> enough for somebody to notice, like a six foot seven blonde man dude walking around and say, "Hey, that's that's not somebody from the north." Yeah, like people she, in the north don't have blonde hair at all. She's big, but she ain't that big that people can see her from the, the castle and stuff. Just, well, I mean, you know. Plus, she's she's laying low. Her and Pod are they laying low? Her and Pod, yeah. Pod's your boy. Yeah, Pod's cool. And I don't know if I trust that guy they talk to. Like, I don't, I don't. The Boltons are some creepy people, and I was a little worried that telling that guy anything might get them caught. Mm. Because I just, the Boltons are a little creepy to me. But I did realize in the next scene that the only thing more dangerous in all seven hells than Dragon's fire is Miranda's hip bones. Uh, <laughs> Ramsey's girlfriend, man, I don't know if I could do it, man. She can't hit me with them hips, man. I know, man. She looked, that, that, that looked dangerous. Like, that she looked could, disgusting. Yeah. And look, I like, somebody need to feed that girl. I'm like, Ramsey yeah. is starving her it's worse than he's starving Reek. Side note, did you realize that she was the youngest daughter on the Chronicles of Narnia? Oh, no, I did not know that. She's, yeah, she's the youngest daughter, but she's she grew up and gained like three pounds and, and got about 10 inches taller. And doing nude scenes. Exactly. And, taking and they up, both look like the they... butt. <laughs> Once she took it up the butt in Narnia. Hey, did she? I don't I think remember she, I don't, that. I don't think she did. Not in the Narnia that I saw. Man. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that either. <laughs> but both Ramsey and Miranda, they look like they missed the audition for Twilight. And then they're biting each other in blood and yeah. being crazy. And I'm like, okay, this is this is a little iffy here. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was looking for uh, where, the, where the wolves coming in. When are they coming in? Yeah, they two peas in the pot, those two sick bastards. Crazy. And then Ramsey says what we all want to say to our jealous girls or girlfriends. Yeah, I think she looks really good. What the fuck you going to do about it? Right. Like, what? Yeah, but exactly. that was like the best scene. He was like, "Yes, she's gorgeous. She's beautiful. She looks better than you." Oh yeah, but. he 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 showed his pimp hand. Ramsey's pimp hand is strong. Yes, I, I would agree. Yeah. Ramsey's a little odd, but I think Miranda better watch it because in the next scene, she went and talked to Sansa, and Sansa has the height, <laughs> wingspan, and she has the home field advantage. So I think in a fight, Sansa might get at her. <clears throat> No, I don't think Sansa could get with anybody in a fight. I don't know, man. She's she's been repressing a lot of pain. Sansa might explode on somebody. Nah. She's got a lot of lot of issues in her. If she ever lets go, you remember in Christmas story when that boy couldn't get his little rifle and he just exploded on that kid? Yeah. I think that's what Sansa's gonna do when she finally lets it out. <laughs> and then she makes a visit to the Winterfell Inhumane Society. You know, I thought they just put everything to sleep, but they got all kinds of dogs down there. Yeah. And my boy Theon, he's in the doghouse like his name is Cuddly Dudley from the Bozo Show. Yeah. I thought he was going to read some damn fan mail. I'm like, damn, he's, he's in the last kennel. Of course. He's in the last kennel. Like, I can't even get in the first kennel. He's all the way in the back. Mm-hmm. Reek, what else would he be? He was, I think he, I, you know what, though? That scene was cool. I don't think he's as gone 
as he pretends to be? Because he said to Sansa, you should leave. You got to get out of here. Like, he tried to warn her. Yeah, you're not supposed to be here. That's what I've been saying. I've been saying that since last season. Yeah, so he's he's still, there's a little bit of Theon there, but I think he's he's just trying to survive. Yeah. He's definitely trying to survive now. And I thought it was hilarious when, when Ramsey said in the next scene that, Theon, you smell a little extra ripe right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's sleeping in the kennel with the dogs. How do you expect he smells? Not like he's taking a shower. I mean, basically, he smells like the back of an earring. I mean, I understand that. <laughs> and then, you know, that scene scared me a little bit. The scariest moment of this week was when when Theon got down on his knee and knees in front of Ramsey. <laughs> I, I thought this was going to turn into an episode of Oz. I was like, no, I don't want to see this. <laughs> this might be my last episode of Game of Thrones if they go Oz with this, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go Oz, please. I was so relieved when they didn't go Oz. <laughs> Were you thinking the same thing? Like, come on, don't do that. Man. Yeah, don't do it. I was, I was. I, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't front. It did cross my mind. I was like, come on, don't do it. Like, it's bad enough. Like, he's, he's, you, you cut him up, but don't do this to right? him. Right? Yeah. Don't do this to him. I, boo, but I, I had a sigh of relief. <laughs> and I think like the Bolton Bed and Breakfast has the worst Yelp reviews north of the Twins. I mean, that, that's just not a very warm, welcoming place, man. No, not at all. And they're not warm and welcoming. No. But my quote of the night mm-hmm. is Sansa. This isn't a strange place. <laughs> yeah. This is my home. It's you bitches that's strange. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out my daddy's house. Yeah, that's a good one, too. That's, I considered that one myself. Yeah, that's definitely my quote for the night. And I love how Sansa didn't toast. <laughs> I thought that was great. Like the way she grabbed her cup and she was like, Dude, I'm not toasting this bullshit. Right. I thought that was pretty funny, man. But I don't know if you ever want to have be a dinner guest at a Bolton dinner. Right. It just doesn't seem it just seems like that was really awkward. Really awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And very, very awkward. And was there anyone at dinner that hadn't personally killed a Stark? I mean, I expected Sir Ilian Payne to walk out in the chef's hat. I mean, everybody there. Roos killed Rob. <laughs> you know, uh, shit. Theon allegedly killed. I was going to say he fake killed. He didn't really he kill. He allegedly killed. I mean, but for, from Sansa's perspective, perspective, shit, I'm just right. sitting here with people that killed my whole family. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm thinking a man that cut her dad's head off would just be out there. You know, you guys want some cookies or something like that? I mean, is there anything worse for Sansa? I mean, and she's got a. And they're sitting there with Waldo Frey's daughter, who was complicit in the whole uh, killing of oh, yeah. her brother and mother. Yeah, exactly. And Roos actually killed her brother. Right. You know, and and Waldo Frey's daddy was responsible for killing almost all the Northerners, all the Stark men, everybody. Yep, exactly. So I know she's like, this is some bullshit. But That's some bullshit, Halardo. Littlefinger has taught her well. Mm-hmm. Now. Ramsey was in rare form. He had a few shots. So I like how his dad always brings him back in. Anytime Ramsey gets a little too worked up, Roos brings him back in. And when he told him, you know, he might be having a legitimate heir. Right. Ramsey's face looked like he was going to push Walder down the stairs and get a quick abortion. Yeah, man. He was just like, and did you see Sansa smirk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. But Ramsey looked like, man, I got it. I got it. He was like, are you sure? Like, how can you tell? How can you tell? <laughs> How'd you manage to even hit it? How'd you now, find he, it? 
how'd you find it? I mean, hey, I can tell you, I've had a couple big ones in my life. I mean, <laughs> not that hard, man. I mean, just do what you got to do, man. Just close your eyes and jump in. It's kind of like a pool. <laughs> now, in contrast to last week's Father of the Year, we have fatherly love, Bolton style. <laughs> I could have killed your mom as a baby, but I didn't. I raped her under the fucking tree after I killed her husband. Right. And that's how you were born. You're not my love child. You're my rape child. Right. See, now he. I almost threw you in the river, but I looked at you and saw that uh, a familiar sadistic glare in your eyes and was like, that's my boy. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I realized you were born of rape. And I want to keep you because you're, you're crazy just like me. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Little sadist. <laughs> yes. And there's nothing better than how Roos reminds Ramsey that he's the head psychopath in the Bolton family. Like, you know, I'm sure he says flayed up and prayed up. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm the crazy motherfucker in here. When you don't forget, Ramsey, I'm the crazy motherfucker in this family. H-N-I-C. Exactly. And why aren't they at their own castle, the Dreadfort? I've always wanted to see the Dreadfort because it just sounds dope. Like, Winterfell sounds like a library, but the Dreadfort sounds like some, some action goes down there. Well, the Dreadfort might be dope, but it ain't dope as the whole fucking north. And you, when you rule the north, you got to rule it from Winterfell. I guess I guess that's what it is. Like, symbolically, if you run Winterfell, you run the north. Yeah. But just, like, it sounds like, like if, if I had to pick up a woman in the north, I'd be like, baby, why don't you come back to the Dreadfort? <laughs> baby, where you live? Well, I live over in the Dreadfort apartments. Come through. <laughs> Like that one would work. Now Sam is always in the library, and Gilly just looks like like what the fuck are these books? Damn that girl's so ignorant. She is. <laughs> she is. Sam like I'm dumb. But I feel like you know what? <laughs> Gilly need to go ahead and back it up on Sam. He are these saved her from all the, the books? Walker. Are these all the books in the whole world? <laughs> like, bitch, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's really, she's not bright at all. Oh, my God. Are these all the books in the whole world? <laughs> yeah, all of them in the whole world? Like, she really thinks the world is small. I, you know, it's going to be crazy when she sees more of Westeros. She's going to like, what the hell is this? Like, Because right. <laughs> I think she only thinks Craster's Keep was the world. <laughs> so, like, we went to the wall. Now we're, on the out, we're in outer space. Right. Like, <laughs> she's like... <laughs> She does. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm dumb as two rocks. <laughs> I feel like all she needs to do is give Sam some. I mean, he saved her from a White Walker. That's achievement unlocked. Like any video game, when you accomplish something, you get a reward. She got to go ahead and give him some. He won't tease her no more once she put that thing on him. Oh, no. Well, first of all, he didn't tease her at all. And she would give it to him as, as whenever he wants it. He's just trying to, you know, follow his his vow. But he don't broke a vow. You ain't supposed to have no women at the wall. That ain't a vow. That's like a rule. That's a difference. Yeah. That's okay. a difference. That's that's you know. Shit. If John is my boy and John is the Lord Commander and he's getting some, I'm getting some. <laughs> I'm just, about to be just John. I'm just saying. That's that's all that's going on now. I, I don't think she's holding out on him. I'm thinking that she'll give it up to him whenever he wants it. I just think she's he just probably so take stupid. It. She's probably so stupid. She doesn't even know what it is. <laughs> He'd be like, this is just, this is, this is how we eat at the wall. And she'd be like, okay, well, uh, here's dinner. She'd be like, oh, are you full? She's so stupid. She just doesn't know any better. Yeah. Well, there's that. And of course, Stannis, the man comes in asking about how he killed a white Walker. And the cool thing about Stannis is 
he believes it. Everybody else teases Sam about the White Walker. Stannis is like, will you kill the White Walker? How did you do it? I feel like he was fat shaming him. I feel like he was like, how did your fat ass kill a, a White Walker? You ain't a See, soldier. I feel like that. Stannis is, <laughs> is really pragmatic, and he's a he's a tactician. He just wants to know how to do how to kill him. Because then he was like, well, we got plenty of that glass at Dragonstone. Cool. Thank you. Right. So I'm saying, how come he didn't? It seemed like it should have been the, the next scene. He should have been sending a raven back to Dragonstone, telling them to start harvesting all of the city and they can find. I'm sure that's what Davos had to do. Stannis doesn't have time to write shit. Yeah. I'm sure that's what Davis did. And then the great line was, keep reading Samuel Tarly, which should be a poster at every elementary school and every library everywhere. <laughs> keep reading Samuel Tarly. Like he, you should just put that up on the wall. I think kids would, would gravitate to that, man. You know, it would be cool. Yeah, reading is fundamental, basically. Exactly. What he said. With Samuel Tarly. The, <laughs> Sam the Slayer, killer of White Walkers. <laughs> and I think you're right. The, the big battle going down in Winterfell. But wait, though, be- what we didn't talk about, the what, did you see the way, like, Gilly ran the hell out of there as soon as Stannis walked in? I mean, yeah. she ran. Yeah, I mean, shit, she should. Stannis is the man. <laughs> she turned and, like, she's like, let me get the fuck up out of here. She's well, everybody like- treats her really bad except for Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody like treats like she's the only wildling that's walking around unchained. So I think she knows, like, let me get the fuck out of everybody's way. <laughs> And then she's stupid. She'll ask a stupid ass question. <laughs> like, are these all the books in the world? Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, are these all the men in the world? Right. Like your army men? Like, just... <laughs> this, this all the people in the world? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think she knows. Even she even said to Sam, she kind of knows she's stupid. Yeah, she does know she's stupid. She's like, I'm sorry I don't know anything. Like, she's like, and Sam was like, bitch, you know how to cook and clean. That's all the fuck I want in a woman anyway. <laughs> Make me a goddamn grilled cheese and clean up the kitchen. <laughs> you know That's how basically what he said. You know fellatio. Yeah, you know, <laughs> how to, you know how to fuck, clean, and make grilled cheese. I'm good. <laughs> Did nobody say I want a CEO? <laughs> Long as you know. And I don't get why Shireen thinks Shireen thinks she's supposed to be at the front of the battle. Like, why? Who takes their kids to war? <laughs> Stannis, father of the year. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Sweetheart, I'll tell you. Well, he had a point. Like, everybody up there is a rapist. So yeah, he does have the, a point. But no one's raping his wife. And John Smith is not. Uh, I mean, John Smith. John Snow won't be there either. So that's another, you know. But nobody's raping his wife. There's something really spooky about her. I don't. I hate. I hate his wife. I can't. Stand yeah, her. I don't hate her. But this is like, uh, I kind of understand why he's so fucking aggravated and cranky. You know, when you get into bed, your woman's soft. She She's a fucking good. downer, dude. She and she like, and I don't like the way she um, rags on Shireen all the time. And it's all because she resents her because yeah, grayscale. Well, not just the grayscale, but because she's she, not a boy. She wasn't able to give him a son, right? So Shireen was born a girl, first of all. Second of all, she got grayscale, and like like those two things are her fault. And so she resents her for those two things that have nothing to do with her. You know, and that's just some stupid ass shit right there. And but can you imagine her coming to bed in some Walmart lingerie? I just don't think it happens. Like, I don't think Stannis ever has anything to look forward to. Like, she doesn't have any, you know, Victoria's Secret. She probably isn't. Why did he even marry her? I mean, she's not good looking. She's not. She don't seem to have any kind of station or not. I mean, based on Stannis, I'm sure she has a pretty 
I'm sure her family is was a great ally he needed for a battle. I'm sure he married her out of some strategic move. I think Stannis doesn't seem like he would marry for love or anything like that. I think he lost a bet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think. I think I'm sure. I'm sure she her family had some army and he needed an army or some boats. And he was like, yeah, I'll marry her. It was Let's like, boat. Let's go to war. His daddy was like, you got to marry her or one of Waldo Frey's daughters. <laughs> nah, see, yeah. nah. They're not honorable enough for him. Based on Stannis, I'm sure, and I'm sure we're going to find out that she had some type of ally and he married her to get some allies. Because Stannis' main thing is being a general. Mm. That's his main thing. Like, nothing else really matters. He's the greatest general left alive. That's That's his thing. Right. That's his thing. Now, all of a sudden, we cross the sea, and your boy Barack Obama, fresh out of the coma, and he hits some Ralph Tresvent lines aimed at Missandre's soul. But did you see that? Mm-hmm. He hit her with them smooth lines, and she tried to sit on top of him, and then she realized, this nigga ain't got no dick, and she just kissed him on the cheek. <laughs> you know, her natural response as a woman, when he hit her with that Ralph Tresvent, she was like, oh, I got I to gotta give him some for that one, because he's talking about, I was scared. Yeah. I was scared that I would never see, see you again. Misandry again, which was game. I'm not mad at you, Barry. Game. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I would have used that moment too. But since he don't have the magic stick, why don't he work the magic fingers and give her a little something, man? Give her a little taste. <laughs> there's, there's other options, man. You know, there's other options. <laughs> there's other options. But I thought that was really smooth. They've turned that into a, a love affair that can never be. Yeah. Well, no, it could be a love affair. It just can't be a sexual affair. So it can't be as well. I mean, it's already a love affair. They're in love with each other. You think so? Oh yeah, definitely. You think they're in love? I mean, lesbians fall in love, and they got the same equipment. Maybe they can work something out. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. they can work it out. Mm-hmm. Now back to Bob Marley. You know, the stone that the builder refused. He gets punked into an arranged marriage by Khaleesi. I go. Why did he say no? I mean, he's already on his knees. He didn't even go to Zales. He should have been like, "Bitch, you better propose. You better come better, better, better come correct." That was that was a half-ass proposal. It wasn't even a proposal. It, it wasn't. Was like, it wasn't. It was. It was like I, I don't know how I feel about Bob Marley. I mean, I almost got burnt by one dragon, and now you want to burn me with the dragon between your legs? I don't know if I want this. <laughs> Take me back in the dungeon. Dario's leftovers. Exactly. We don't know where's uh, Dario. Who's Dario's been fucking? No, nobody want that. <laughs> like, you know, better, I'd rather have fire on my body than fire on my dick. Like you better woo me. <laughs> <laughs> woo me. You better woo me. <laughs> woo me. Shoot. Woo me. And I guess did Missandre give her that idea? Like, do something different. Try something different. And can she trust that dude? I don't know if she can trust that guy. I think she can trust him. You know, Bob Marley in real life had lots of of side chicks. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's got it in him. You don't think so? Nah, I don't think she got anything to worry about. I don't know, man. People people resent like she took him captured, made him a prisoner for nothing. I mean, he I might. You know, that, I don't know if that was a smart move. And how's Dario going to react? I was surprised though, too. I thought she was going to save marriage for like an alliance over in Westeros somewhere. Well, I think that's alliance. I mean, marriages are alliances. Maybe no. I, I guess I should, it is an alliance. I'm just saying. I thought that she would have saved marriage for an alliance in Westeros versus oh. over because that's where she wants to, you know, conquer. Well, I think she knows she's going to have Dragon burn him eventually. 
she'll get out of the marriage because I don't think <laughs> I think she's in love with Dario. Like no matter what, I don't think she's in love with Dario. Oh, I think she's in love with Dario. I don't. I think she you know why I think she's in love with Dario because Dario fits the template that called Drago. She's in love with these wild men that she can't control. Mm, I don't know about that. Remember when she first met Dario? She was she was smitten with Dario the moment he walked in there. Yeah, even though we had, I, I, even I, though we had to switch actors. I think you know. Yeah, she, she likes the bad boy, uh, you know, clearly. But uh, I don't think she's sprung. No, I don't think so. Long, sullen silences and occasional punch to the face. The Mormont way. I hope to get that T-shirt. That's got to be the top-selling T-shirt on Bear Island. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like that. Tyrion hit him with that one. Tyrion, Tyrion wasn't in a lot of this episode, but that was a great line. That could have easily been the quarter of the week. Yeah. And that was pretty funny. Now, we got to, you know, I know you didn't like this episode a lot, but I'm sure you enjoyed the nautical poetry with Jorah and Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Like, who do you think's the Westerosi poetry slam champion? Who do you pick? Who, which one of them? Oh, I gotta go with my boy Tyrion. I really see. I thought Jorah. I thought Jorah hit the hit the stanzas a little harder. Yeah, maybe maybe this episode, but overall, I have to give it to Tyrion. And we finally get to see Valeria, which actually in the books we don't ever come across. And I don't know if you know the history of Valeria, but the doom of Valeria is what basically killed all the Valerians and all the Targaryens. And basically wipe the greatest civilization off the earth. So I guess it was a civilization mm-hmm. like Greece or Egypt. Right. And they went through Valeria. And from my recollection and seeing on the television show and what I've read about, the doom must have been an enormous volcano. That's my impression. It had to be a huge volcano. Well, I also feel that uh, the Valeria that they showed us was a bit of a letdown from what I understand. You know, I haven't read the books, but from my understanding of what is described as whatever and what it's supposed to be like. And it seemed like it should have been a little bit more awe-inspiring. Well, it was destroyed by the the volcano. Everything was destroyed. Yeah, but still, even the remnants didn't look like, I mean, it just... It looked like remnants to me. It looked like the ship was gone. <laughs> All right, you got a point. You got a point. Like, I didn't expect it to be shiny. Yeah, all right. All right. I didn't expect it to have a Starbucks or nothing in there, like, you know. Fair enough, fair enough. And finally, Tyrion gets to see Dragon flying through the food court of the grasslands, looking like he's looking for like a herd or something to munch on. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dragon was flying like he had no cares in the world. Of course not. <laughs> Where is he going? <laughs> Where the fuck he wants to. <laughs> he's just doing whatever the fuck he wants to do, just footloose and fancy free. He can't have any friends or anybody to visit. He's just flying around. <laughs> <laughs> just all willy nilly. <laughs> yeah, like he's got like brothers and he's got a mother, but like where is he going? Just, and why why isn't like reports of him everywhere and people like freaking out and shit? <laughs> he's just going around sampling different cuisines all around the world, going over here eating elephants, going over here eating some giraffes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just flying all around everywhere. Go and eat then it. all of a sudden the stone men. Now I thought it was damn mm-hmm. land of the lost. I thought it was the the fucking Slee Stats. <laughs> yep, I was like, oh stack. shit, this is land of the lost. <laughs> they jumping into the boat and attacking everybody and going crazy. I'm like, man, this this show done really bugged out. Right. Really, really bugged out. Totally. Now, what did you think about them, man? Now they've been you know what, Game of Thrones does a really good job of setting you up for these things because the last few episodes they've been talking about yeah, grayscale so right. much. 
and they've been talking about how they send the people that get it, get afflicted to um to Valeria to live out their days with the stone men. But I guess, and even Gilly was talking about it. Gilly was talking about how her sisters had it, right? And they went crazy, mm-hmm. and most of them died. And now we get to see that there are some stone men that actually live with Grayscale. So maybe Shireen could could have lived. Maybe she wouldn't have died immediately like well, Gilly. Yeah, maybe she would have lived, but she would have lost her mind. So what difference does it make? It's basically a, a, like a living death. So, Well, maybe they didn't lose their mind. It's not like they took them over there with groceries, but shit. No, they lost their minds. You think they lost their mind? Yeah, because Gilly, Gilly said that they lose their minds, and they look like they lost their minds. I mean, But let's consider the wow. source. Gilly doesn't have a fucking mind now, so maybe her sisters lost their <laughs> mind because they don't, they don't have any books. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know shit i mean yeah i'm not gonna trust gilly's <laughs> interpretation of losing your mind shit <laughs> that's why uh <laughs> that's why that's why gilly's dad was sleeping with all his daughters he's like this is all the pussy in the whole world <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and gilly's dad was mad too he's like john snow you're looking at my bitches <laughs>
from what I understand, though, I think it's supposed to be a really slow, a, a really slow process. I don't get why it showed up so fast, though. I, I don't maybe because maybe the stone men have a more potent version of it. But I know he's going to need a whole lot of shea butter for that shit. When I get ashy, that's all I can use. <laughs> I need some shea butter, man. Yeah. So we got to think, what was the kill of the week, man? There was for really me, like, my kill of the week. My kill of the week was a uh, barbecue Republican. Was the the dragon the dragon burning up the the uh, the marine uh, lord? That was that was my kill of the week. That was basically like the only kill. Uh, there well, wasn't another kill. Yeah, the stone men. Some of the stone men got killed. I think didn't they? Yeah, but we don't mm-hmm. care about them. They're basically <laughs> walking around dead like I didn't care about that marine dude either. But I like that dragon burning him up though. That was dope. So I guess my kill of the week has got to be um, Sansa. Killing Ramsey with a look, like, motherfucker! You you not the only heir now. You about to lose the goddamn. You about to lose your position. Like just her look, like that look could kill. Man, we didn't talk about the the worst the uh, the 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 worst uh, distress signal in in the history of the world. Oh yeah, put a candle in the window. In that fucking tower, the one tower with the broke window or whatever, the broke tower. Yeah, that like tower, why am I going to climb up there feet? when Brand fucking fell? <clears throat> right, and look how I'm like, how practical is that? Like, if you in trouble at the, like, you gonna have to be like, oh, excuse me, I'll be right back, and then you can finish attacking me. <laughs> Let me go climb this tower real quick and put this candle up there. Then I well, climb you know back what? down. I don't think she has to climb it. Bran climbed it because he wanted to. But remember, Cersei and Jamie were up there, you know, doing a little doggy style. Right, so right, they right. Didn't climb. Yeah, no, there's, they, there's, there must be a way in. There's stairs. There's stairs. But I'm just, it's still a long way up. <laughs> it, and it's, it's like, it's a, a tower that's not uh, occupied. So you have to go out of the one of the other parts of the castle to go into there and then go up. That is just that's just like the worst distress signal ever. Like, you know, that be, whole part went over my head because I don't think Sansa. I think Sansa's evolving. That's why I Sansa can't went out there and look. It's like, bitch, I ain't like I'm gonna cry all over <laughs> there. I'd be better off sending smoke signals. Yeah, I think she <laughs> thought about her brother. Like, shit, this is where Brand. This is where all this bullshit started. You know, Brand <laughs> falling out this damn tower. I'm not going up back up in there. I want Sansa to get her red hair back too. I don't. Me like, too. I don't. That's why I said I don't like the. I don't like the black hair. I don't, I don't like dark haired Sansa. I need. I need either. Tully Sansa. And can we talk about the blackfish? Where the hell is the blackfish? Who's the blackfish? Where's the blackfish? Who's the blackfish? Yeah, you know. Uh, remember, he was at the red wedding and he saw the fat bitches looking at him, and he said he had to go outside and pee. We ain't seen or heard from him since. I don't know who that is. I don't remember. Is that her, yeah, her the uncle? Fish. Remember the red wedding? Yeah, Catelyn's uncle. Okay, the one that like, the one that got, the one who Rob pimped out to uh, Frey to take his place and marry one of his daughters. No, not that uncle. Oh, okay. A different Blackfish uncle. Is, Blackfish was Catelyn Stark's uncle. So was the, the one that they uh, pimped out. The one they pimped out to take Rob's place was Catelyn Stark's younger brother. brother. Yeah, brother. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, his ass is in a dungeon somewhere too. <laughs> yeah, we. Ain't but the hurt. Blackfish got away. Oh, okay. Because remember, those three ugly girls were looking at him. Like you know how women are at weddings. Ooh, yeah, I want some too. And we never, we hardly never hear anything about the Tullys. Nah, because the Tullys aren't aren't really a major house. Yeah, they're kind of like obvious. They're just there, and now that the phrase. After the Red Wedding, the phrase took over the Riverlands, so they're not even the Lord's Paramount of the of the 
what the hell, the twins anymore. No, not the twins. The um, What are the three rivers where Robert killed? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Where Robert killed Rhaegar. The, the Trident. It's called the Trident. Okay. They're the Lord Paramount of the Trident. That's what it's called. Yeah. It's like the Mississippi Delta. But I wonder where the Blackfish is. Now, this wasn't a really exciting episode, and I did think, like, without King's Landing, it felt a little weird. Mm-hmm. But I think the next, I think it's setting up, I think episode six is going to be a little slow, and then seven, eight, and nine are going to come in banging. Hmm. Okay. Probably. You sound unimpressed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's tell us how you feel. You, you just <laughs> didn't enjoy this episode. Why, why didn't no, you like it? No, I did not enjoy it. I enjoyed it. It just was like the it was the least of the season thus far. It was it didn't really move much. There the cliff not, notes would have worked for you. Yeah, it just wasn't not a lot of pro- progress. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I understand that it's necessary to have these episodes from time to time. You know, it just it is what it is, you know. So. But it's cool. I'm looking forward to the next one. What do you expect the next episode? The next one, I expect that uh, Cersei's uh, chickens are going to be coming home to roost. I figure, oh, really? Yeah, I figure her plan is going to start backfiring as probably by the by the beginning of uh, next episode. I'm, the, the faith militant is yeah, coming. From. Yeah, I expect the sparrows to, uh, to start coming after her for uh, her uh, incest. Her crimes of incest. Yeah, she's in a bad situation because Lancel knows about it, and he's one of the main guys. Yeah, if she was smart, she'd have him killed. Yeah, that's going to be a little bit more difficult now. She should have did it when she had a chance, when it would have been yeah. easier. But now it's going to be more difficult to do that. And I'm expecting in the next episode for Gilly to finally give Sam some. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting her to I say. I think that's I what you're hoping. I don't think you're expecting that. No, I'm expecting that. I'm expecting Gilly to say, I want you to kill me. I'm the White Walker you need. <laughs> Hit me with that dragon glass, Big Sam. That's Strumming what I'm expecting. pain with this finger. One time. <laughs> that's what I'm expecting. So until episode six, I am Latone Hart. You can find me on all social media at Latone Hart. You can find me on Pinterest. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Tumblr. Everywhere, man. I, my Black Planet's still up. At Latone Heart. You can write on my wall, my guest book, anything like that. I'm good. <laughs> All right. And you can find your boy Dino Red. You can find me on Twitter under Thrones Pod or uh, The Shiznit Show. And you can find me on Facebook under Dino Red, The Shiznit Show, or the Red Rock Podcast Network. So, uh, until next week, we'll see you bitches in Westeros. You- Enough, Sovardis. Finish him. What you doing, man?